Scripture reading tonight comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22. We'll be reading verse uh, 14 to verse 30. If you want to turn with me, you can find it in the Pew Bibles on page 882. Luke 22, beginning in verse 14. And when the hour came, Jesus reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question one another which of them it could be who was going to do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as the one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at table, or the one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials And I assign to you as my Father assigned to me a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. This is God's holy and inspired word for us this evening. Of all the times to argue about who was the greatest, who should be regarded as the best, the disciples chose the night in which Jesus would be betrayed and arrested. Isn't that just like them? Isn't that just like us? The very fact that they would have this conversation among themselves at all might be a little bit strange to us. They're doing this face to face saying these things, trying to decide who is greater, right? As Midwesterners, we find this a a bit shocking. Maybe we would speak about who's better, who's greater, but we would only do it behind somebody's back, not to their face. So why are they even having this conversation? Why are they discussing this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it arose at this time. Maybe it's because they were all reclining at the table with Jesus, and they started to argue about who was going to actually be setting the table, actually serving one another. They wanted to establish who would be doing it for the rest of the night. It could be because Jesus 
had said that one of them was going to betray him. So it starts there and then they begin to, you know, one-up one another. Right? Well, it couldn't be me, right? It must be you. It, it couldn't be me. I'm, I'm better than you. I've, I've got a closer relationship to him than you. Look at all that I've done. Look at the, the miracles I performed when he sent us out. Maybe more likely is that Jesus has just brought up the kingdom of God. The kingdom that he preached through his ministry was at hand, was coming. And now he says that he wouldn't eat another Passover again until it is fulfilled in that kingdom. That he wouldn't drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. So they must be thinking it's, it's here. Right? The kingdom is, is going to start very soon. But the kind of kingdom they expected wasn't what was going to happen. They thought maybe this is the moment, right? The moment that we will be empowered over the Romans and we can slaughter them and remove them from our land, right? Maybe finally we will be given power over others to be able to stand over them as their rulers instead of being ruled. Maybe we will get to lead the armies to establish a new and greater kingdom in Jerusalem than any that had come before. Jesus would be the king, yes, but if we're all to be with him, if we are his 12, his disciples, then of course we will sit near him. But who's the closest? Right? Who's, who's nearest to him? Who would actually be the greatest? It would have been easy for some to think that they were superior. Jesus didn't treat them all equally. He never treated all disciples the same. It was only Peter and James and John that got to see him transfigured on the mountain. Peter himself clearly had a, a closer and deeper relationship with Jesus than any others. And so Jesus could have just said, well, Peter, he's the one. Right? He is the greatest, the one that will have the most authority, the one that will be closest to me, the one who should be regarded the highest. But that's not what he says. The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, he says. And those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest and the leader as the one who serves. Jesus was going to give them a place of rule in his kingdom. He says so. He tells them just after this that he is going to do that. He was going to give them special authority and power that others would not have. But it would be a power for service. Of laying down their lives, not taking the lives of others. It would be the kind of authority that included their martyrdom, at least for most of them. Jesus Christ did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And he could have demanded service. He had every right to it. He deserved it. All worship and glory and honor and power, all of it was rightfully his. But while his disciples sat around bickering 
about who should be thought of as better than the others, he was serving them. For who is the greater, he says, one who reclines at table or one who serves? Well, obviously it's the one who reclines, the one who doesn't stand to serve the others, who doesn't have to wait on everyone else. But, Jesus says, I am among you as the one who serves. Jesus doesn't always give us what we want or what we're looking for. In fact, it's characteristic of our Lord to confound our expectations. But what he gives and what he gave was so far superior to anything that we would have thought that we needed. He gave both an example for us to follow and he also gave himself. He gave us this example. He did not lord his position and authority over others. Rather, he became a servant, humbling himself. In the Gospel of John, we're given the detail that Jesus at this time also washed the disciples' feet. And if you wanted to argue about who was the greatest, whoever's washing feet would never be it. Right? That's the lowest. That's the lowest of the low of the servants. And yet this is what our Lord did. And not only did he wash their feet, he, I mean, he washed the feet of Judas, of the one who he knew at this time was going to betray him. Do you see the, the character of our Lord? His humility and his service. His service to you. How he puts up with our pride or our childish bickering, our petty thoughts about one another. And he serves us. And it's not just an example that he gives us. It wasn't only that. It wasn't that he was just giving us some moral principles that we could look on and try to follow after. No, he gave himself. He served the Passover meal. You remember that Passover is a celebration of the night that God brought the people of Israel out of Egypt. And the sign that kept them from experiencing the same judgment that the Egyptians did was to take the blood of a lamb, to put it across their doorposts so that the angel of the Lord would pass over. And here, on this night, All this time later, Jesus says that this cup that he was serving was a new covenant. It was a new sign and promise. And that it was his blood this time. He was the lamb that was to be slain. It was his broken body and his poured out blood that was the true Passover meal. And so Jesus came to serve, to serve in the greatest of ways. He came to give up his very life, to lay down his life for you. He came to die for you. The disciples would see this a lot more clearly later on. Jesus says that he was 
among them as one who serves. And at this point, they don't know the half of it. Right? He's serving them a meal. But later he will give up his life. They didn't even have any idea what was about to happen. Their expectations would be totally set on their head. And when the soldiers come to arrest Jesus, and they see that Judas was the betrayer all along, Judas who had been with them this whole time, maybe they try to put up a little bit of a fight, but eventually they all run. Right? They all hide. Peter himself would go on to deny Jesus three times. And you and I would have done the same. Right? Sometimes it's, it's easy to sit in comfort, look back on the disciples, to think, well, if, you know, I, I can't believe they would do that. How could they? Right? How could they allow this to happen? Why wouldn't they put up more of a fight? Well, if I was there, I would have gone to the cross with Jesus. I would have been there through it all. I wouldn't have fled. We shake our heads at them, right? I thought they really believed. And in a sense, that is to join in the same kind of bickering of who is the greatest that the disciples were speaking about on this night, right? It's as if we're looking back and saying, well, I should have been regarded as the greatest, right? I wouldn't have done what they did. But if we're honest, we would have. We would have done similar, if not worse. But the good news of the gospel is that Jesus knew that. He knew what, that he was washing the, the feet and serving at table one who would betray him. He knew that he was serving those who would flee and run, deny him. Jesus knew who you would be. Jesus knows of your sin, even as he goes to the cross. That you are just as fearful and weak of faith. You're just as quick to run as they were, at least by nature. The good news is that Jesus still came as a servant to serve you. To give himself for you. We can kid ourselves, right, that we would maybe be better than others. Maybe we can convince ourselves for a time. But we know the truth. And that's good and right. Right, as we come to the Lord Jesus, as we stand at the foot of the cross, so to speak, all of those false pieties that we have, they're all laid bare. Right? We stand naked at the foot of the cross. We have nothing to give. We have nothing to bring. And Jesus knew that that's the kind of person we were. You're prideful and arrogant. Your insecurity is just another way for you to focus on yourself. You do things that you're ashamed of and know that others would be ashamed of if they knew. Maybe you come to church, but you don't really believe, you don't really care. Right? We're unfaithful, we're passive, we're 
obsessive or cruel or manipulative or untrusting, unloving. Right? Maybe we look around us at others with disgust, seeing others as below us. Right? We're lustful and envious, disrespectful, disingenuous. Right? The truth is that we are like everyone else. Even those that we think that we're greater than. But Jesus Christ came among us to serve even you, even me. He came to give himself for us, to give his life, not to keep it, not to hold on to it, to give it, to lay it down for you. Knowing full well who you were, what you were like, knowing full well your sinful nature, he still gave of himself. He still came to serve. That's the Savior that we have. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, as you have given yourself for us, we do pray now that you would not allow us to be focused inward on ourselves, on our sin, on our guilt, but rather we would look out to you and know that you have borne it all, taken it all, that if you have given yourself for us, help us now, Lord, to lay down our lives, to give of ourselves, to be of service to you and to those around us. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.